This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown, no flags, Cowboys lead. Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and, and trying for the end zone. How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas. Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the, the Cowboys? Cowboy fans, it's great to start off 2018 here. And I tell you what, I got my crew with me and I'm so pumped up. 2018, that's it? 2018, this I, is the season, babe. I feel like we've been gone forever. We have been, and it our fans been, yeah. have let us know about it, too. Well, the word I heard, Rodney, this is Steve Ope, you don't know my voice. Everyone I heard song. Rodney, <laughs> Rodney, I heard Jono signed a huge contract here uh, with Lineup Media when they rolled out Yo! Radio. Yes, he sir. signed a huge contract, and he went on a little, uh, he, he held out. Till the beginning of the season, uh-huh. Le'Veon Bell style, really Aaron Rodgers style. <laughs> he was a holdout. That's not true. until we get seven days to kick off, ten days to kick off. Where are uh, we at? We're a couple. Uh, yeah, we're tonight is our last preseason game. They must and be this paying is you. The Texans. How much truth is to that? Well, hey, I really don't want to talk about what I make out here, boys. I mean, that's something I like well, to keep. Between I know it's us more here. than Steve make. It's Steve more than I make. make. But you get all those extra percentage points that we get when you go shopping on amazon.com through the <laughs> dallas cowboy podcast website right that's right i'm getting all the reads in right yeah, away yeah, baby right. because nice ads because here's the deal when we when you switched over to the yo radio format uh-huh. uh which is effective if you haven't gone on to, uh your apple store google plus all that stuff go there yo radio it's our newest yo radio.com yo radio. so just just download that app it's uh, you get all sorts of free music and all the podcasts out there, too. Absolutely. So when they did that, they put it in a, uh hour-long format so it could every hour our on the hour. Our shows now have got to be like 50 minutes. 50 minutes, in and out. Yeah. With our reads, with our analysis, with the tomfoolery and the the uh, the shenanigans, if you will, that we do on but the show. I, I wonder if that will affect our uh, live uh, watching the games uh, in the studio because a lot of people like that. I, I don't want to lose that. So we're not so – I'll hold out again, God I know you will. I know you will. Uh, I believe that. that we'll just go Facebook Live and we will not put that on Yo! Radio. That will be strictly okay. through our Facebook Live format. All right. We How do they find here. us on Facebook? Well, they find us at uh, DallasCowboysPodcast.com or CowboysPodcast.com. I'm sorry, not Dallas. Yeah, CowboysPodcast.com. I'm right, sir. The followers are still out there. They've been clamoring, clamoring, I tell you, Yeah. yeah. for another show. All right, all right. Uh, well, enough of the... Enough about us. How about our Cowboys, huh? How about them Cowboys? Well, I mean, they haven't shown anything in preseason. Ah. And we keep talking about that every year that we do the show. And well, we I kick like it to off. see some life, Steve-O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, absolutely. Sure. But you've seen Jerry come out and and publicly, you know, I won't say criticize, but lobby for a change in 
the preseason. And 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 we talked about this last year again. The frustration is if you're going to have four preseason games, your starters need to be ready to go game number one. Unfortunately, nobody plays, and all you do is evaluate your 50 through 53-man positions, you know, those last three or four guys. Well, what do they start off with? How many? I think they start off like, like over 100. Yeah, over it's much. crazy. Yeah, it's... I, and I don't know that. Come on. It's a fan show. I'm not uh, a general right, manager sorry, over here. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They have yeah. a whole bunch. They, they narrow it down to 53. But the, the problem is, is you spend all these weeks trying to get to your 53-man, and then you're going to start week one on, well, we got to knock the rust off. That's bullshit. Yeah, it really is. If that's the case, then evaluate 50 through 53 in two weeks and let's get this game started due to an 18-week season. Get an extra bye week in there to stay healthy. I don't care. Maybe – hey, how about this for a solution? How about we start early Mm -hmm. after two weeks and you have the expanded roster to, let's say, 63 guys so you can still evaluate 10 guys. But the games freaking count. That's a great call. By your first break – by your first break, uh, by your first week off, you have to cut that remainder ten wherever wherever you fall into. Or may, no, that's yeah, not fair either. Maybe, that's not hey, fair by either. week three, you have week to have three. A, you have to cut down the the extra ten guys out there. Right. I love that. I, I mean, I just think it's it's horse crap. Brilliant. It's it's com- it's a complete waste of time. I boycotted the okay. whole preseason because of it. No, you don't, you don't have to tell them that. <laughs> no, but uh, you know what you meant all, to say. What what yeah. had happened was what had happened was yeah, Dallas but, uh, Rodney. But no, it, it, I it's, I completely agree. Like the preseason is a watered down, boring, nothing. It's barely, it's shy of an exhibition. I don't even think it's an exhibition. Right. I mean, it's it's really is. It's boring. Well, it's totally boring. I'm sorry. When do you? It just know? is. Your only goal is I, to not injure anyone, and then, like Steve said, you evaluate about five guys. I get it. Boys. That's it. I get what you both are saying, but my point is, when do you start putting in the starters? And you're seeing well, guys go, going down already. It, you're seeing big time uh, yeah. names well, going it, down. It, you got that wide out for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had over 1,500 yards last year. He's out for the season. Yeah. Well, it used to be. You would play, you know, you would ease your starters into it, and then by the third preseason game, you would probably play them a half, roughly, the first half. That would be your dress rehearsal because then you wouldn't play them in the fourth week. But then now now we look at it on the third week, in the fourth week, no starters are playing. Or if they do, they end up getting hurt for the season. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's a waste of time. It is not only a waste of time. It's a terrible product. It's a terrible value. No one shows up either. It's it's absolutely horrible. And yet the season ticket holders are forced to buy the games. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it is. There is going to be a coup d'état, and we got to overthrow the government here. <laughs> got to overthrow Goodell. We have got to make changes here. And what better? Hey, there's no bigger voice in the NFL than Cowboy Nation, and it starts with Jerry Jones. Well, I tell you what, uh, Goodell though he's uh, he's been on to. Jerry, I mean, he he shuts Jerry down quickly. And now, I don't think we should open up our mouths at all without Randy Gregory. Uh, he's got he's got to talk to the doctor. I don't know why the hell he's got to talk to a doctor today to see if he can play again in the NFL or he's going to get suspended. I don't know how that whole process works. But you got Beckham over there sniffing coke uh, with a prostitute, and nothing's ever beat be- been brought up with that they got video of the damn thing and nothing 
But if it's a cowboy boy, he's a he's a dead he's a, he's dead and gone. It, it's absolutely crazy, and, and I'm telling you, the NFL is a better product when the Cowboys are relevant. Much like golf is better when Tiger Woods is oh relevant. God. Isn't that true? He was in St. Louis. And you've seen everyone pulling for Tiger. I was watching. I was like, come on, Tiger, make it happen. And the St. Louis crowds, they were they were loving him. Absolutely. That's, you, that's the same scenario. You're you so want, right. You want relevance? The Cowboys got to be right there. right there. Your numbers are down. Don't take away the food you're eating. Don't throw away the food that you're putting on the table here for yeah. the whole NFL because that's what you're doing when you, you're ostracizing the Cowboys. Right. What I would tell Goodell is, hey, blind man, kick your dog. He's lying to you. You got to understand that part of it. Man, that's brilliant. He's a Socrates, I tell you, Rodney. He's a Socrates. Let's not make his head any bigger. He won't be. On, my, la- on my last show, I was a Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> I just got doing doing the St. Louis Cardinal show, and I was a Nostradamus. You well, know, now you're Socrates. Now I'm Socrates, or Socrates, as Bill and Ted would Socrates. say. Socrates. Well, what do we expect tonight, Rodney? What I mean, we're zero and three going in the last preseason game tonight against the Texans. What can we see from the Cowboys? Would you play your guys, or would you rest them? What do you do? I think at this point, no, you don't, because you're already thin on your offensive line. Um, we we just you can't if we have anybody go down of any significance tonight, then we put ourselves in jeopardy for you know that first what first game two games three games whatever stretch while a significant player is injured and then because those games are the ones that count tonight means nothing in the win and loss column right the only thing you're trying to do is evaluate talent we already know who our talented players are we know who our starters are going to be now will those fluctuate throughout the year yes of course and honestly. The reason why it will fluctuate is because we will actually see live games that matter and see how those players react in those situations. Otherwise, tonight means nothing. So I'm sorry. I I don't know what to expect tonight. So you're saying rest? I, yeah, I don't rest. see any. You don't reason mind being for on for going in? Could care morale, less. Morale. Morale won't have anything into it. No. All right, Steve. I, I'm with Rodney. I'm a rest guy, uh, just because the juice isn't worth the squeeze. All right. All right. The it, you the risk. To go out there and get hurt, you're already a little thin in some positions now. It just isn't worth it, and and that's just Murphy's law, man. Something bad is going to happen if you if you go all out. Somebody, some number fifty two or fifty three or fifty five guy trying to get a jersey. Um, Next thing you know, man, he's going to pop somebody in the mouth. He's going to he's going to he's going to be overly aggressive. Um, Rolls he, on the ankle. Yeah, you just don't I need it. it. You I just see. don't need it. Uh, keep your guys out, um, and and just be safe. And then you got to go in. You got to play Carolina, right? So, uh, but then uh, I'll, I'll play catch twenty two here. Now you go to Carolina. Now you're a little rusty. You're yeah. a little rusty because uh, your your starters haven't played that much. Carolina, they may have went rusty the, but healthy. Okay, but Carolina may have went different route, and they may have played. All their starters on the third week and the fourth week getting ready for 
everything coming up for week number one at home. That's all possible. That's very possible. They also might be doing. They might still be doing the same strategy that we have. They've been resting and they've been barely playing a lot of their starters. They know who their eleven guys on each side of the ball are going to be. And maybe, then what the hell is it and for? Carolina, and Carolina, what we talked about at the beginning. So what is the preseason for anymore? That, right. I mean, exactly. I mean, completely agree. Now, if they are, have they have they played their starters more often more often than not? Then we might be up against it the first week. But I still would rather have my guys, my starters, my talented players. To be ready to go healthy, even though they might be a little bit behind and rusty on week one. Carolina's three and zero in their preseason right now. Okay, so without getting into the X's and O's of it and watching them, I don't know what the hell that means. I don't know if Cam Newton is lighting it up or if he just hasn't played at all. And maybe their second string guys produce better than against other second and third stringers out there that they were playing against. I don't know. I can tell you this much that our role players, our second-string guys, the guys that we're trying to value have absolutely been dog shit this preseason. Okay, I can tell you that much because right. I've watched a little bit of it when the starters have been in, and they didn't look great, but they didn't look bad. No, our starters look pretty good So when the yeah. whole show starts off. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about the evaluation of guys and all of a sudden you're pulling Dez out after a series or two and Zeke's not getting any touches and things like that, and it, you know, I don't know what goes into a record. I can tell you at 3-0, and I would probably guess that their second and third stringers might think that they have a shot to make the team. Maybe they're playing a little harder. I don't know. I don't know how to evaluate right. it. Right. What positions, though – do we have to watch for the Cowboys right now? What dissect? What what position do we dissect now that we know are very vulnerable spots on our team? I think you got to stay with the offensive line. That's first and foremost in my I, mind. I mean, you, you got the question. Yeah, you got a uh, some sort of you know disease out there. What the hell was that called, Rodney? Uh, you told me before the show. Gillen Barre syndrome. Gilligan's Island disease, <laughs> um, also known as. Yeah. So he's got Gilligan's Island disease. I don't want to make fun of it, just in case any of our listeners have it. But it, it, it can be sudden, very serious. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's he's on the shelf. And, and then you have uh, uh, he's on the shelf. Knee. Who's on the shelf? Let, let our Travis Frederick. Yeah. Right. Frederick. Yeah. And then Zach Martin had a knee ankle type rollover. Both, Those are they, two big key players. Man. They were both at practice though this week, is my understanding. Um, no, I don't. I don't know if I don't think. Frederick participated, but he's around, and they have to make that decision of putting him on the roster for at least one day um, to make him eligible for the season. But likely they will put him on the roster for the one day and then place him on injured reserve, though, which I think means that he might not be able to be available for the first eight weeks. The Is pup right? list, right? The yeah. physically unable yeah, to participate. Sorry. Right, which means he would have to sit out at least eight weeks. That's another possibility. And um, he'll be forced to sit out eight weeks? At the, very, at the minimum, yes. yes. Yes, yeah. that's how the pup that's list works. That's a big goddamn hit, boys. It, yeah, absolutely. He's the quarterback of the offensive line. I mean, that's exactly what the center is. He's responsible for uh, calling blocking schemes for the rest of his line, which, you know, Zach Martin, he may not have to worry about as much, but you have a rookie left guard that's probably going to be your starter. He's going to need some help. We have Tyron Smith. He He's fine. For now. Um, physically, for now, he's fine, but he's had an injury history over the last couple you of seasons. You can't get and rid of back. And, 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 and I'm still staring at a big red cross here when, when you're looking at the injury report for him. Yeah. So it's not it, – it's out there, and it's going to come up, and it's going to bite him. The man is too large. 
yep. to be healthy. Yeah, well, you, you start to fall apart at I, some I mean, point in time. I mean, it's just it's just nature. Well, I tell you what, if I, if I get Chaz Green in there, and this guy <laughs> makes one defensive lineman seven eight sacks. For just this weekend coming up, he here. put somebody not only in the Pro Bowl but in the Hall of Fame <laughs> in one game. I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that. There, yeah, there I mean, he is there. just. I I don't know the word I'm looking at here, but he can't get the job done. Yeah, it's embarrassment. Well, you're an NFL player, man. Yeah. Have some pride. You got the size. They're just going around you. Swim technique, whatever it is, they're just getting around you. A faster guy like. Uh, I you know I don't want to compare anyone to Derek Thomas, but Derek Thomas would have like 15 sacks on this guy in one day. Right. You well, know, I don't. You know, he's still on our roster. He's still our depth guy. Let's hope like hell because we're. Let's be honest. He's he's going to be called into action at some point in time this year. Probably. Rodney. Right? Rodney. I'm telling you, it was him <laughs> single-handedly in that Falcon game that ruined Dak's uh, was, whole yeah, persona um, and everything that Dak was doing before that game. Yeah. Before that game, Dak was. You know what? I'll complete the balls. I'll throw 15 yard. I'll do it. After that game, Dak's passes went down to eight yards, six yards, and he he's not comfortable in that pocket anymore. Right. Well, I, two things. One, I don't disagree with you. Last year it definitely seemed to to change Dak, but if that is going to ruin Dak's career, then Dak needs to be stronger mentally and physically and all those things. Like, I get it. I get what you're saying. But Dak's going to have to overcome that if he's going to want to be a quarterback in the NFL. Um, but the overall, the bigger overall picture that we're talking about is this offensive line has it's it's got some leaking holes already. We're trying to put you know chewing gum and cement you know on the boat and try to keep the water out, um, which brings me to then also talking about Dak from that regard because the reason why Dak was so good in his rookie year is that his offensive line was completely healthy for the most part. He had time to throw the ball. He had a running back who didn't have to worry about. All the off the field stuff that happened last year, and you know, what I mean, it was just run the ball. You know, they were they were so well balanced in his first year that he didn't have to face a whole lot of adversity. And then we saw the, the you know what happened last year with a lot of that adversity, and he he didn't rise to the occasion. I'm not giving up on Dak. I'm not I'm not doing anything other than making the observation that last year I think he took a he took a little bit of a step back. Stevo, in baseball, you cover baseball. Now, when you get a rookie pitcher up on the mound and he throws seven, eight innings and uh, he's throwing like eight, nine, ten strikeouts, is this because the other team hasn't seen you? The other teams out around haven't seen you? And where I'm going with this is could that have been Dak during his first year? Now they know what he's doing. They, they, they've kind of targeted what game plan he's got, what skills he's got what he likes to do, what doesn't he like to do. I mean, it's almost like it's almost like that mentality to me when you see a rookie pitcher on the mound and then the following year they're they're on to him. They they know what he's going to throw. Yeah, I, you can compare it a lot like that. I mean, a guy goes out and and you haven't seen him and and then you make your adjustments uh and I think what Linehan tried to do is as expand the playbook for him a little bit based off of his rookie season last year and we saw a digression 
uh, a little bit to do with the injuries, a little bit to do with uh, some, you know, Zeke not being there some, uh, maybe the little bit of controversy, maybe our defense wasn't putting us in, in the positions we need to do. So much like in everything in life, when you're in a slump, okay, you can do one of three things. And this is my Socrates moment here. We got it, Socrates. Okay. So let me get a pen. Hold on. Write <laughs> right. it down, Roddy. You can change something, okay, and and see what happens. You can remain the same and see if it gets any better, or you can go back to the basics on what made you good and how you got to where you were. And I really hope Linehan goes back to the basics and allows – Dak to stay within his game and not try to expand things and not try to push balls to Des Bryant because Des is unhappy because he's in a contract year and once well, Des, Des is big, gone, I know that's my whole point. Or he needs a throw to this guy, or he needs to get you know. Witten has a two hundred and forty-eight consecutive games with a you know right. a, a reception. I got to get some to call. him. Very uh, good. You know call. so. Maybe a lot of that was weighing in on Dak, and uh, all of a sudden we don't have anything with Elliot. That's perfect. Okay, yeah. we don't have to worry about Elliot's part. Uh, we don't have to worry about the Des Bryant's. We don't have to worry about the, the, the future Hall of Famer, Jason Witten. We don't have to look over our shoulder with everybody clamoring to get Tony Romo back out of the booth and onto the field. The guy's moved on. He's playing golf. Very good. Okay? Yeah. So now at this point, your sophomore slump is over with. You're in your third year. This is your team. Your team. So let's go out there and let's get basic. And let's use the skill set that Dak has, what got him to the NFL. Okay? The guy's mentally tough. I mean, it's not like he had a cakewalk coming in, no. anything in life. Nothing was handed to him. All right? He's got the physical skills. He's fleet of foot. We just need to make sure he sticks with the basics, sticks with the fundamentals, and gets to his reads. Let's get him some options, you know, the RPOs if need be, and let's go, babe. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I, I didn't. I wouldn't have even thought that, but it's so true. One thing I'd like to add to that, too, before I switch over to you, Rodney, is at the one-yard line last year, they got Dak in a pass formation, and we're trying to throw this ball into the end zone against Seattle, against Seattle. Now, mind you, they won a Super Bowl off that mistake from another team off the guy intercepting the ball. Now, last year we did the same thing. Now, i I like to ask you guys, maybe what you just said is going back to keep it simple, stupid type of mentality. If you're on the one-yard line, get that pressure off a deck and hand the damn thing off. Maybe that. You get, you get Smith back there. You get Bo Scarborough back there. You put him in the I formation. You give it to our boy Zeke, and you run it down their freaking throats. And that's how you win the ball game. Hey, he's got my hair standing, I tell I you. I'm ready to go run through a wall now. Uh, I tell you, this guy is our halftime coach. They're, they're padded in here, so you might be all right there, Biggins. No, I don't know. But, uh, but no, ahead, I Ryan. wanted to piggyback off of that and just say that if there's ever a time where we're going to need Dak to just be a part of the system, make it his team, make it his system, stop worrying about all those things that you've already pointed out. If there's ever a time this is going to be the year because we don't have a number one wide receiver technically, right? No. Technically we don't have the star 
big game threat necessarily. But what we do have is what appears to be a pretty good collection of possession receivers. We might have some deep threats. Um, this is a time for Terrence Williams to take the next step in his career. If he's going to, it, this has to be the year for him to take a, take the next step. We already know kind of what we have in Cole Beasley, but so does the rest of the league. The rest of the league knows what we like to do with him, and they can make those adjustments. And you know, but we can still find a way to get him involved. We were able to go out and sign Alan Hearns. You know, a lot of people may not have necessarily heard of him. They've kind of heard the name, maybe see some stats here and there. But he's a guy that if he's got something left in the tank, he can thrive in a system where the ball is shared a little bit and, um, you know, and go from there. But if there's ever a time to where the team, the Dallas Cowboys, have to find a balance, this is the year. And a healthy Zeke, a what's – cross our fingers we'll use duct tape and scotch tape and whatever we got to do to keep our offensive line together um but Dak's going to have to become the man he's going to have to make it his team and he's going to have to do it his way and the rest of the team's going to have to get on board with it now there's going to be a lot of times though our offense is stifled we're going to rely on our defense what do you think about our new linebacker well I'm looking at a three-headed monster out there and I don't know how the I mean I assume there'll be some times where they're all on the uh, the playing field at the same time with Lee Smith and uh, what we're going to call him Vanderpump Rules. What's our name on him? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll find out after the first week. Uh, what, what, what we I'm going to call him Vanderpump because um, I'm excited about him. I think he's pure Hollywood, man. I'm ready for him to play. I'm I, Jalen Smith, golden kid there. He looks <laughs> yeah. like he's ready to play. Smith looks unbelievable. Uh, we know we have, you know, uh, the captain of our defense there with, with Sean Lee. Um, obviously, we, you know, there's a little bit of issues in our defensive backfield uh, that we need to shore up with some injuries, and, and we didn't quite get some of the guys that we were targeting during the offseason. But I'm excited about our linebackers. I really am. If they stay healthy, I mean, I if Sean Lee's healthy – Vanderpump, as you call him, you know, comes in and really, like you say, goes Hollywood Ish, yeah. and, and takes control of it. Uh, and then Jalen, if he takes the next step, if he shows a second season where he's healthy, and not only that, but he improves. In, in fairness to him, he had a long layoff. He had a serious injury. Last year was a uh, – we saw signs from him of brilliance. We also saw some signs where he had a lot of rust and he, he looked like he needed to improve. But, but he got stronger. Absolutely. That's why I'm. That's why I'm super hopeful for this season with that whole crew, uh, that whole core of linebackers. That because that really, our defense is going to play a huge role in this. Where season. is the vulnerable spots though on our defense? And I'm looking at one, and it's the our DBs are our, our safety. Yeah. Yep. No, absolutely. We're we're still young back there, but you know. And then we. And no offense to Jeff Heath, I think Jeff Heath is a. Uh, uh, a really good safety, but I think he's usually better served as a uh, like a third down back, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Certain he's a situational safety. When he's on the field all the time, he can be exposed some. Uh, Steve, we have a player out there. Seattle's knocked on our door. I mean, Thomas has said, "I come home to watch the Cowboys play." That's that's bizarre. If I'm a Seattle Seahawk, have you ever management? heard of anything I've like that? I've never heard that. that. Never I, in my life have I heard another player from a different team saying they they can't wait to get out of practice or on a Monday night to watch the Cowboys or a Sunday night to watch the Cowboys play. I mean, this is a team that's really on the upper echelon of teams. They were yeah. in the Super Bowl and 
I've never He'd heard of this play in, for the Cowboys in any sport. I've never heard of it in any sport. It, it, and, and it's not getting a ton of play. But at that point, I don't – what do you do? I've never heard it. Never Everybody heard always it. says, oh, your childhood team was a Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I'm a Packer now. So, I'm a, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a Seattle Seahawk now. I'm a Charger now. Whatever it is. Yeah, but this is my, this is my team now. And they never – it might be in the back of their head that they love the New York Yankees. Yeah, in, in their closet they in still cl- say, you know what, I, I still like to watch them sometimes. But, you know, I mean, LeBron catches shit for wearing a, a Yankees hat when he's in Cleveland, right? Right. Or whatever it was. So you've never seen an athlete in their own league. In their own division. Yeah. In their own division. Say, NFL. You know, guess what? I want to be a cowboy. I want to be a cow. And plus, I watch the Cowboys play. I like watching the Cowboys play. It's mildly dangerous if you're that guy. You put yourself on that. Okay, saying all that, we have a guy out there saying, I want to play for the Cowboys. Seattle's knocked on our door. We are showing interest right now. Stephen Jones said our weakest spots right now are the safety and our offensive line. Well, damn, man, there's a guy out there. I mean, it's not rocket science. Thomas is out there, and he wants to be a cowboy. Seattle doesn't like that attitude. You want to be a cowboy? They get the hell out of here. And now they want – I think they'll take a third rounder or whatever, third, fourth round. Big deal. When have we done so good on the fourth round? Last year we got Switzer in the fourth round. He gone. He, he's gone. He's gone. What have we accomplished from that? Come on, man. And then picking up a tight end in the fourth round this year – was kind of ass nine. I didn't get that. We got tight ends ready to play. We'll go back to Rico because I really think Rico needs a better shot. Tonight may be the night they give him the opportunity to prove himself. I just cut him from my fantasy football dynasty league. Really? I, I You know what? I'm not cutting I, that core yet. I, the more I read and, and looked at depth chart, and, and I just the more I feel that maybe his talent doesn't play. Right, Maybe we'll it see. doesn't play. I, I, mean, I, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I dropped him. I picked up Jeff Swain. We have had tight ends that have went to other teams and that have killed it, that have done really well. And I hope this doesn't happen here with Rico. I, I hope he stays with us. But if we got to let him go, I hope he goes and makes a name of himself because he's a hell of an athlete. I hope you tell your Jackie Smith story to start <laughs> off this year because we haven't heard it in six months. Well, you know, uh, you think it's uh, time yet, or we, we should <laughs> go on the mid Let's marinate that a little yeah. bit more. All right. Well, Ooh. so we'll think about uh, talking about Jackie Smith there. Going into this season, I look at the schedule, guys. I got you guys got the schedules pulled up here. We sure do. do. Hold on, hold on, I got, hold on. Before we get the schedule, yeah, tell, talk to me. What are you most interested in in seeing? I, like I said, I, I want to see what Tonight? Swain does. No, in the. As far as what the team looks like, and you can go through and I and a couple I of things I'm looking at on that old line. That's uh, that's what I really want to see. I get it, but what are you most excited about as far as okay, maybe additions like Tavon Austin running the jet sweep? You know, no, I, as I, an added uh, downfield threat. No, I tell you what, I like to see more is I like to see us capitalize on the screens to Zeke and just watching these big boys up front just. Uh, just power rolling over these uh, DBs and having Zeke. I think Zeke can make 15, 20 yards on every one of these. 
I, I think that's the old cowboy way. Uh, I love those little screen passes. But, again, they've always done this deep into their end zone. And Third and 23 from our nine-yard line. Yeah, you know what? If we know this, a fan base knows this, I guarantee you the opposition knows this. Capitalize off that. Switch it up a little bit. I think Zeke, that used to be a big play with the Tony Dorsett back there. Remember, man, that they used to love doing that screen pass. And I think with Zeke and a couple big boys up front, I think we can make a lot of ton, tons of yardage on that. Ronnie, what are you looking forward to? Just Bo the, Scarborough maybe making his uh, mark on the NFL? Oh, boy. Well, I, it's something we've already talked about. What I've been thinking about for the last couple of weeks was the linebackers, seeing them fly around the field and make tackles. Because what I've been imploring for several years now is our defense, I just wish our defense would create more turnovers. Just, you know, I want to have a defense. I, I, I complained and bitched about it all year last year. You guys to the point where you guys probably tuned me out. I want us to be mean and nasty on defense. I want us to hit people in the mouth. I want to make big plays. Like, we got to create turnovers. we got to put fear in people. I'm sorry. Our defense hasn't put a lot of fear in people in a long time. That's well, what I want to see this year. Well, to be honest with you, Rodney, uh, with all these stipulations on that's the rules tough. now, I too. Know. And that's probably that's my bigger I complaint mean, of the league you don't league have right any now. more Jack Tatums, Cliff Harris's, yeah. and uh, Ronnie Lott's out there anymore. I know. I, if you do, you're going to get fined big time I like know. Harrison every year. Aren't we supposed to get Cliff Harrison here for an interview? I'd love to get Cliff Harrison for an interview. I mean, Cliff Harris, uh, to me – that guy belongs in the Hall of Fame. I mean, you're, we're putting guys left and right in the Hall of Fame here, and I'm thinking, why is Cliff Harris not in the Hall of Fame? I think that whole doomsday defense belongs in the Hall of Fame. How's that sound? I mean, honest I, to God. I like the way it sounds. Even the name, doomsday defense, should be yeah, in the Hall of Fame. That's right. going to live Let's in NFL lore. Yeah. NFL lore, that's going to live. I mean, how romantic, how beautiful was it seeing the steel curtain taking on the doomsday defense? The purple people eaters. I mean, the, they, they never intimidated me. It was always back then, the se- 70s, where you, you, you looked at the Raiders, you looked at Pittsburgh Steelers, and you looked at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, those were the three teams in the 70s. that. I, and early on in the 70s, you had the Miami Dolphins. But you always thought of them as they cream They were too pop. clean. Yeah, really clean. But when you talked about dirty teams and tough teams and the teams that ate uh, porterhouses with filet mignon, and that was the Cowboys, and they get out there and clean up the – I, it was it was beautiful back then, but now I don't know. They're taking a lot of hits out, I know. and I know, I know. I we talked about it towards the end of the season last year, but it's almost taking that part of the aspect out that you just talked about three minutes ago, Rodney. That taking taking a big hit and then that making that wide wide out or that tight end not come in the middle like that, thinking he's not going to get hit anymore. Right there. I'm flabbergasted at right now with the NFL when it comes to the hits and the new rule and all that other stuff. But well, then I then I will revise my answer and say let's find a way within the confines of the new rules <laughs> to Whether scare the correct. opposing team in any way we can. I just I miss that. I crave that. Like that's what I that's what I loved about becoming a Cowboys fan because I came I became a Cowboys fan in the '90s. We like yes, we talk about Emmett and Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman, absolutely three Hall of Famers, right? But our defense 
was legit too, right? Like our uh, defense yeah. wasn't they weren't, you know, Ken they didn't Norton take a bad Jr. back seat to anybody. They were just as intimidating on that side of the ball as anybody. Let's back it up a little bit on that too. That offensive line when we had uh Reggie White of uh Green Bay taking on Williams that was a pay-per-view match. Eric Williams and Reggie White used to go at it, and Eric Williams always seemed like he got the best of it. Yep. And I tell you what, that those were days, man. Yep. Those were good, hard, fundamental days. And now it's like you're not seeing that. You're not yeah. seeing that. And I, I'm not going to go back into that again, you know. Where's Eric Williams now? Where is he now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We know where Reggie White is. I, I, Eric Williams is in the Hall of Fame too, though. Yeah, he went in a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know what? Uh, the, he's earned his stripes as well, as well. Both should have. You know, they were excellent. All right, fourteen minutes. We got to get to the schedule. Fourteen minutes. We got to get to the. Do you schedule have to do here. any reads? Are you required to do any reads for? You know what? Now? We have uh, in the future. They're going to have Yo Radio uh, stuff beforehand, and after that, we're going to have the news and sports news and stuff. I think before the show and after the show. So I think it really works out great. Um, season. I'm looking at the schedule here, and I'm looking at this being a tough schedule. I don't. I don't look at any weakness on the schedule. I mean, do you guys no. see anything here? No. Any anything that stands week, out where we go? Week eight looks really promising. <laughs> yeah, that's our bye week, folks. Yeah. But uh, we started off at Carolina, which which is not norm because Cowboys have always started at home. So I, I don't I don't or, get or that. Or at least against a division. Yeah, I don't uh, get that. Opponent, I don't but... get that. Then we play the Giants at home. Then we're at Seattle. Detroit comes in. Then at Houston, Jacksonville. And at Washington. So the first seven games, let's uh, dissect this down. What do we got here? I mean, what do we want happen? Well, obviously, again, we want to go seven and oh, zero. There's a, all the rest of these teams in the first seven here. Where they're all their fans and their coaches and players are all sitting around, kind of wondering what they're going to be right now, too. So we can, you know, the NFL can change from year to year quite a bit, but there's no there's no cupcakes on that. I mean, not by any means. We have our division opponents. You that you know, we, we have one of the toughest divisions in the league. At Carolina, they still have one of the you know. I'm not a huge Cam Newton fan, but he's still a legitimate he's still player. Still Cam Newton. Um, Seattle, yeah, they they are expected to be down a little bit this year, but that's still at Seattle. That team is still not just a cakewalk by any means. You no, know, and I, I I think that uh, their their old ball coach up there has them ready to play no matter what. Absolutely. So you got Jacksonville. I mean, in years past, up, up until last year, they first were first seven. Ronnie, give it to me. I know. But, uh, first sevens. You you want me to pick wins and losses? Yeah, I, I like. I and you don't have to tell me which one we'd lose okay, to. Just, so, you, just tell me how we're looking right now. Would, first seven. If we go four and three in the first seven, I'm probably happy. You're four and three in the first uh, seven. Yep. Wow. I, I don't think we can win our division if we go four and three the first seven. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I, 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 the bottom line is, I think you just alluded to it, Rodney. Nobody knows what they have yet. Uh, the NFL changes so much from year to year, you know, that, that realistically, and you're not seeing anything in preseason out of anybody, if they are running stuff that's just plain vanilla, I don't really think you get a gauge on what you have probably till week four. Yep. Um, in in and that's across all lines. I mean, you have no idea what New England's going to be. 
you assume they're going to be great, but you got a, a Gronkowski that's a wild card. You got a Brady that's basically an old man. I'd like to say you, that, but th- these guys every year they they plug those spots in really well. I I get it, but you, you have a uh, it has a, to end sometime. You, you, you have a guy, you have yeah, a team they, that they was haven't shown it yet. You have a you have a team that won the Super Bowl last year that doesn't have that same quarterback. Okay, but that other quarterback let him. The other quarterback who's not a hundred percent. You you got uh, you know our you know Wince isn't a hundred percent and Foles is what he's injured uh, a little bit. I, I don't know how much he's banged up, but anyway, yeah. we digress. Everything's a little bit different. So to look at it and say, oh, you know, at Carolina, what do you think? We're only going to be comparing as far as what we've seen. Last Previously, year, yeah, those and those rosters have turned over. The, we don't, you know, either yeah. they're turned over. Guys are a little bit older, and that's what makes it so so tough. What's Saquon Barkley going to be like with the Giants? Everybody's hot on him. What's Adrian Peterson going to bring to the, the Redskins? What, Deshaun Watson's coming back from major surgery injury with Houston. Same with Watt. You know, coming off his injury, and Houston doesn't have a real QB right now either. I mean. They're not really standing out on QB spot. They've well, been Deshaun Watson. They've been experimenting that spot right. for the last three years now. Detroit, notoriously for 700 years, has been terrible. But they're a complete wild card. Seattle's older. There's obviously they have some people that are disgruntled up in the Pacific Northwest because they want to come to the Cowboys. <laughs> so you look up and down this, you know, the first seven weeks, nothing but question marks. You know, but I tell you what, it starts. I think if we're in the hunt and we've won nine games, I love fifteen through seventeen on our schedule. I think those are very doable games, and I think that by that time, even the Giants have given up. Giants uh, in the late latter part of the seasons, when they're not into it, they just not into it. So we got Indianapolis. They have a very very kind of spectacle of a they, – they think they have a quarterback in luck. I don't think they do. Absolutely. Big question mark there. What are they going to be like? Tampa Bay. Jameis Winston, what's he going to be like? Right. He's got so much hot water down there. He's causing global warming. I heard <laughs> Miami-Dade County was going to be underwater by the end of this decade because of how much hot water Jameis Winston's in. So I, I think the last last games here. Oh, that's beautiful, by the way. And I saw the same report, but I swore there was a different ending. But I like that one better. Now right. he's a weatherman. He was yeah. uh, he's uh, Socrates. Now he now he's a uh, <laughs> Nostradamus. Now a weatherman. I can say anything, and it doesn't matter. But I think that would give us that if we're nine wins going into the last fifteen, sixteen, seventeenth week. I, there, I think we could get twelve wins. I gotta laugh. Because the latest thing I heard was that we were trading Tony Romo for J.J. Watt straight up. Yeah, I do remember that. There was some jackass. That. Who was he that? started that. Yeah, who was that? Oh, yeah. It was this dumbass over here. <laughs> That's good He stuff. may be a dumbass, but he got, he got a lot of people talking about it. I'll tell you that right now. I think it's going to be an interesting so, season. So, Alex Smith is with Washington, okay? Kirk Cousins is gone now. So, you know, Alex Smith, very manageable, you know, quarterback, flies under the radar. Very has, conservative. Has a, a ton of talent. He actually has a ton of talent. And nobody's been able to exploit that talent and get it out of him for a full season. 
they've always had him manage a game. He's ha- he has a talent to be a superstar, yeah, and they well, and he's never been able to do it. I so, think he plays on in the realm though. I don't think he's out there throwing twenty, thirty yard passes and all that. I think uh, he likes to. He likes to get that running game going and then uh, hit 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 a five six yard pass. So go he's for a lot like yards. our Prescott, right? You know, no a question. ton of talent. He plays within a system, keeps it conservative, doesn't push the the envelope too much, and a kid and he wins. And that's probably what you want out of Prescott, right? I agree. I agree. I tell you what, it's going to be a fun season. We're going to be with you guys the entire season, and you know what, preseason. We didn't know what the hell to talk about, and uh, we had other shows going on and all that, but we are back now, and we'd like to do this with you guys. Share the show and let your friends know about it. It's a, it's a big deal to us, and I know we have followers out there that love the show and our regulars that like to call in on our show and be a part of the show. God bless you guys all, and uh, you know what? It's going to be an interesting season. It really is going to be an interesting season. This you know year. what the biggest regret is that it was an interesting off season as well, and because of the commitment to rolling out Yo Radio, we weren't able to, you know, swing the show and kind of shelved it for a little bit. But now that that's up and going, um, I, I really expect you know the show to even have a bigger platform, a, a, a larger reach than we've had in the past. So I expected big things. I, I mean, I have people coming up to me just even locally. Uh, just saying stuff like, hey, man, we, I got to get on the show. You know, it's Cowboys Nation. is They're out. They're ready. They're clamor. They are excited about our team and our future. And uh, we're looking for a sixth ring, man. Yeah, we're looking for a sixth ring. And I, I think that uh, I hope the Jones family does sign up uh, with our guy, uh, you know, signs up with Thomas. I really want Thomas back there. I think he could raise a lot of havoc like you you were saying, Rodney. I just, little things to me mean a lot to the Cowboys. I, I thought when we freed up the salary last year when we got rid of Dez, I thought we were bringing in Thomas. I thought we were bringing in some big four-star type of players and we right. did not well, come through on that we, we might still we don't know i don't i don't know have they been throwing numbers out there you know what i mean like what what is what is our cap hit would be it would would it be if we're able to make a deal with seattle and get thomas you know what i'm saying like i don't know i don't and just as me being a fan i honestly don't know all the the numbers well you know what it. you want to be a so, cowboy and you know our situation then why don't you not go for the bank but either. he's still under contract though correct Correct. Yeah. Last so I, year of his contract. Right. It's the last year of his contract. So they, what I'm wondering, though, is is if they're not – if part of the holdup isn't part of this kind of trade-and-sign situation where um, maybe the teams have agreed to what they would trade for for Thomas, but he wants an extension as part of it. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what the business side of it looks like. So I don't. I think right now it's just probably two teams, two, two camps playing chicken. Who's going to – you know who's going to blink first, right? Because they both wanted a, a, a deal that's going to be we best just for need, them. We you know? just so need that think one of, standout. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm one all standout. for it. I'm all for it. But is there a certain point though where yes, we signed Thomas, but then we look at the deal and we're like, what in the hell did we just? Do? I I am because he's not he's not young anymore. He's getting. Older, I get that. I get that. Right? But I I also get whenever we got Charles Haley on our team in the '90s, he wasn't a spring chicken either. When we got uh, when we got Deion Sanders, I, he was still prime time and all that. But it was two players I really believe that changed that whole defense, that whole mentality of hey, we're here to win. 
And I think Thomas can add that, and I think it's very important. I'm with you because he's a winner. That. That, that's all he's done in Seattle is win. That's all right. he's done, and not only has he been a winner, but he's the he's right at the top of the list of contributors to why that team has been so so successful. Go to our uh, site on Facebook, my friends. Hit a big like on CowboysPodcast.com. We want your messages. We want to hear from you. And you know what? Uh, we've got a we got a caller. Uh, that's always been on our show. She's been uh, great with our show. She introduced us to a lot of people, and that's Colleen Case. Uh, Our prayers are with you, Colleen. Be strong. Uh, You know, whatever we can do for you, we'd love to help out. You know, Colleen Case, uh, she's, uh, she's a part of the show, isn't she? Absolutely, one of the one of the big uh, reasons why we're so successful. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And thank you so much, Colleen, for everything you've done for us. And you're a big time cowboy fan, and we wish you nothing but the best. So, uh, anyway, guys, uh, we're wrapping this show up. Any last thoughts? Uh, yeah, we got some things coming out of the. You know, like I said, as as we made contacts, we were able to do so over what we consider the off season for us here at Yo Radio mm-hmm. and Lineup Media Group. Um, got a guy that uh, we're going to be hopefully getting on and and enter some do, doing some new things for us. as Rob Vale. Um, does some things with some signings down in Dallas and some parties with some of these former players. So we get him. Rob Dobb uh, up in our Chicago area will still do a lot of the blog stuff for us. He's been excited about getting the show back together. And let's not forget Doc. Uh, Doc does all those posts for – the the cowboy site on Facebook. God bless you, Doc. I mean, uh, you kept that site up and running while we were down. And uh, you know what? Uh, that's that's what we're talking about. That's fan base, and he's part of the administration there. Thank you so much, Doc. So yeah, so we got a lot of good things happening. Um, excited to be back on on with you guys, man. It's going to be awesome this year. Let's just make sure we make the playoffs and and. <laughs> And right. take it from there. Cause it, I'd love to do the FaceTime Live, too. I mean, we had some great times a uh, year well, before. Oh, well, so speaking of that, we have five yeah. primetime games, S- four of which Sunday night games. Four of which are really what we consider primetime. The other one's the Thursday night uh, Thanksgiving Day or Thanksgiving night uh, game. But, we'll, you know, New York Giants week two, week uh, five against Houston, nine against Tennessee. Um what other, there's another one in here. Yeah, Philadelphia oh, well, the following week. Is Philadelphia on, on week Well, 10, we'll so. definitely, definitely hook it up, yep. guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. And thank you, my fans uh, out there that love the show. And uh, you know what? Again, we'd love to hear from you guys. It, it's a fan-based show. We don't do anything without you guys. We appreciate all the love. Keep, keep messaging. Keep uh, listening. And whatever we can do to make it right, we will. From the Cowboy fans here, Steve-O, Rodney, Jono, we are out of here. Go boys. Go boys. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.